This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios. In beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right. Nice. And today's show is titled... Today's show is titled... Trust your hunches and roll with the punches with actor Rod Schweitzer. He's been going on and on about a unicorn. I can't wait to hear what that's about. Oh, that's a great story about following your heart's desire. And I happen to be wearing a shirt with a unicorn on it. So uh, it's going to be a great show. If you haven't tuned in on YouTube yet, go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the videos. We're already at 400 viewers, which is like close to double what we started just a couple months ago or where we were. So keep it rolling. We're going to get to 1,000, right, Indy? 1,000 in your trowel, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Today's show is called Trust Your Hunches and Roll With The Punches with Rod Schweitzer. Indy just made up a new saying. Uh, what did you say? A thousand your trout. It's actually taken from from KFI AM six forty radio in Los Angeles. They give away a thousand dollars every oh, hour. Oh, it's called a thousand your trout. Well, one of the one of the hosts calls it. Well, yeah, put a thousand your trout in hundies and your undies. Oh, okay. oh wow, you got it. <laughs> All right. So let's trust our hunches, roll with the punches. Successfully navigating through life can be summed up as the ability to trust our hunches and roll with the punches. Trusting our intuition is loving God. Our intuition is always trying to get our attention and lead and guide us to our heart's desire. We often dismiss its nudges because we think they're unrealistic, unreasonable, too good to be true for right. us or yeah. just silly. Too good to be true for us or just silly. We'll dismiss our nudges. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage each other and listeners to follow God's lead and realize if you're stuck in an unhealthy job or relationship, rather than fight it or adopt a victim position, see that it might just be the necessary nudge you need to change directions. And during the second segment, actor Rod Schweitzer inspires us all to take a gamble on God with today's reading, Divine Direction. Uh, and that's the God within. So you're really taking a gamble on your true self, which is the best news you could possibly hear. Yes. And it's the most reliable thing you got. So, Yeah, trusting our intuition is loving God. Do you know the two things Jesus said? Let's the most it. important thing? I think I do, but let's hear I, I can said, never hear love enough. love God with all your heart. Right. And true... Love others as yourself. Right. But the love, when I finally understood the metaphysical meaning yep. of loving God with all my heart, it really means trusting your intuitive guidance instead of convincing yourself, eh, that seems unrealistic. Or, eh, mm -hmm. I shouldn't really rock the boat. Mm -hmm. Or, eh, I don't know. 
know, maybe that's just mm-hmm. a silly idea. Right. But when we're, that's actually being unloving to God when we do that. Yeah. There's so many different layer, like metaphysical things that pop up around that too, because wherever we put our love and that that is our heart wherever yeah. what and that is where that becomes our god whatever yeah. we put our faith in becomes our god and the other thing about the loving your neighbor as yourself is you will always love your neighbor the same way you love yourself yes one of the, so we uh, daryl and i were talking about the importance of a morning routine because it's when you sit in the quiet and rejoice in the good that comes to you and imagine the good you desire and feel that in that quiet place where it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's really between you and you, between you and God. Then just watch things unfold. we got more about that um, Coming as up. the show goes on. But let's talk about how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. I was just thinking about the importance of this because you, um, we were, we like, you know, we love Unity of Santa Barbara. And yeah. they have a statement about this, something similar about what kind of community they are. And they're, I realized when I heard it, they're not just... They're not just stating facts. They're also claiming what they're becoming. Yes. And when we claim what we're becoming, and we, then we become more of it. It makes it easier for us to, co- to collaborate with our intuitive leads and such. So you, this is something that Daryl wrote regarding what it means to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. And you are, if you're listening to this, you are already part yeah. of the club. So let's, let's hear what you wrote. Wait, what oh, did you say? They're stating what they're becoming? Yeah. But we're always stating what we're becoming. Yeah. That's the thing we got to be yes. careful about. That's right. 100%. Because if I'm going around going, oh, I'm not, I never get do enough. I'm not doing enough. Well, then I'm always going to be disappointed in myself. I'm just saying this because that's one of my go-to lines. And I read something recently in a book I recommend for all our listeners. I got got reintroduced to it. I've had this book for since 1986. Yeah. I'll hold it up in case you're watching on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We've had some fans shouting out on Facebook how much they love that book and have had it as well. It's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And in the book, um, I don't need to quote it right from the book, but she says, you know, all our problems, the one thing we all have in common that needs to be treated is the lie that I'm not good enough. And that, but... In the next sentence, she says, I'm not good enough is usually followed by, and I don't do enough. Yeah. And we got to start changing the things that we say about ourselves because like the unity of Santa Barbara, we're always becoming what we're stating. That's right. And we really got to practice stating loving things to ourselves. Another practice I've been doing this week is becoming aware of the idea, and this comes from her book too, um, the idea that there really is in our heart center, you can imagine like a, a like the, well, even in the Bible, in the Sermon on the Mount, you know, the wonder child, the child within, yeah. you know, that you could, that you can trust to guide you, the intuition, is, right. you know, all these different names for this within us. But in her book, she says, now just imagine, like, to let yourself off the hook, imagine there's a three-year-old child in a room and all you're telling it is how it's never going to measure up. You're never going to be good enough. Why did you do it like that? That's right. so stupid. Yeah, and you're yeah. shouting these things at him, maybe oh. hitting him a few times. 
all of a sudden, when you think about that and you realize that's you, right? I start having compassion. I started feeling more compassion oh, for myself. And just imagine what happens when you start pouring light and love onto well, that. Well, that's part. yeah, that's what I was getting to. Yeah. When you realize that this is the case, yes, what this has done for me this week has be has made me more of a, more aware, more sensitive. Yes, to what I'm saying, I'm not doing enough. I'm really shouting at this little innocent child for yeah. no reason. Right. And saying, you don't do enough. Ah. And all of a sudden, it helps me back off mm -hmm. and say, Daryl, you do more than enough. Right. And it's and you make us think at home, well, this is silly. Tell yourself these nice things. Sure. Well, isn't it even more silly to be telling ourselves how, like, how many negative things? If you watch... You've been critic. We tend to criticize ourselves all the time. That's right. So, the lesson here is: let's shift it. Let's change it. Yeah. Because when I'm criticizing that within me, and Reverend Ike says it, when you when you're loving yourself, you're loving God. That's when you're right. criticizing yourself, mm. you're criticizing God. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I I get that. That's because we're basically our physical bodies are a receiving tower. Yes. For our mind, for who we are, and in our heart, there's a we're receiving this amazing part of ourselves. It's it's us. It's like just to to simplify to the it's it's just another place where we receive very powerful understandings of who we are and what our life is about, and so. I mean, metaphysics is based on the idea that there's a power that we are cooperating with. Yes. So that's where this whole idea that we're not doing enough also really fails us because Butterworth says all power is given to every person. However, though we may be the channels for great spiritual creativity, we should never say, this is my work. Ugh. There's only one true power. That is God who works in us, creates through us, and manifests as us. The power of God is infinitely greater than instrument through which it expresses. And for a lot of people, I mean, we got a lot of comments on YouTube now that we're putting out this stuff. People don't are afraid to buy into that no god is this way no this is the way it is and it's like no god is loving every one of us is going to realize that when we leave these bodies if not before that the whole time we were here to enjoy life and cooperate with and be loving with ourselves and cooperate with this power that is attempting to love everyone else through us we were never supposed to we're, this is not some crazy we were dropped into a jungle on our own and all we have is a loincloth and a knife and we who knows if we'll survive no we were dropped into heaven on earth to bring heaven to earth and we're completely supported but we have to tap into it well right before i read this going along on what butterworth said yeah um and this is in a book called The Power of the Spoken Word by Florence Scovel Shen. Yes. Power of the Spoken Word. I'm holding right. it up here. It's a nice thin book. It's a great companion to The Game of Life and How to Play It. Right. And it's one of the great classics. And in there she says, she um, talks about uh, delight in the law. There's a Bible yeah. verse, you know, I delight in the Lord. Um, and uh, everything, and I'll ha and I and I am able to open myself to receive all that is mine to receive. Or how I'm just paraphrasing it because I'm remembering it from here. I'm sure if you want, you could look up the verse. But what it's really saying, anytime you see the word Lord in the Bible, you can reread it as law, which makes sense because the Lord is the ruler. Sure. Right, it's a th it's a principle, right? And it says when we delight in the law, it means we're delighting in knowing that these principles are always at work. 
So if there's something we really desire to do, whether it, you know, whatever that is for you, whatever yeah. your heart's desire right. is, whether you yeah, want to yeah. be a speaker, whether you want to write that book, whatever that is, gr you know, grow your business, change direction in life. Right. The key here is what Butterworth and this Florence Scovel, Scovel Shin and the Bible is saying, even Jesus said it, believe, just believe, which means let's just delight in the law, the fact that it's all going to work out as I believe. So I don't need to figure out how what heavy lifting needs to be done. All I need is to keep delighting in my desire. Right. How yeah, I'm so grateful. Yes. That I'm now whatever doing yeah, feel this. It. Yeah, feel and it. feel that. And don't worry about how it's gonna come about. Not at all. Because even Florence Scovelshin says once we start figuring out what we think we need to do, we're starting to tell God how our prayer should be answered. And as soon as we do that, right. fear is starting to move up and we're starting to lose That's right. The that's results right. of the demonstration through yes. the power that's greater than us that is activated by belief. It's the magic of believing. Right. So that's getting right. to the magic of believing, you probably are, like Ed said, just by the fact of you're watching this or listening to this, that you are a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Yes. Since... We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. Yes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances. And here's it. Here's the... It, the key, as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes. And there's an enthusiasm that comes with living this way. Like if you're on YouTube, check out my shirt. It's a dachshund riding a unicorn with a rainbow in the background through outer space. And when we really get into this feeling, the joy comes flowing through. Wherever you're at right now, have no fear. You tap into this, it's your life force flowing through you that brings the joy. Thank you to the Patreon folks. Consider a certain... Uh, Speaking of circulating, flowing, Barbara Weatherman increased her Patreon contribution. We're almost to covering the studio for the month. I know we can do that very easily, so jump on board. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Yes. Uh, it's really easy to do. I mean, you're talking about a, a coffee a month. You could uh, $3, $5, $20, $10, two coffees, whatever it is. Believe me, when you start living this way, that stuff, the joy that comes from sharing this stuff and, and like uh, Jason Stewart kicked me in the the uh, behind last week. It's just cool to sell to support your friends doing cool stuff. That is true. That's a simple way of saying it too. So yes. uh, Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing you can contribute to the show. We want to thank the listeners. Funniest thing. If you want to send us something, send it to funniest thing PO Box 1312, Culver City, California 90232. We attended Nancy Norman's uh, prosperity pros yeah, prosperity workshop on Thursday nights. If you want to join, and you'll see us there, it's uh, 7 p.m. East, East Coast time. Yeah. And if you go to Unity Joy of Life, Unity Joy of Life, yeah. yes, online, you'll can 
sign up or join the Zoom. Yeah, it's just a button that tells you the link. Yep. On every Thursday night, we'll be back because... It's also on Thursday mornings at that time as well. 7 a.m. Yeah. But that's Eastern. too early for Daryl Fizarro. Yes. Even just in it, case there's some oddballs. Daryl and Ed, even if we lived on the East Coast, that'd be too early. But yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. So we attended that on Thursday night. It was such a... Uh, what do you call it? Consciousness expanding. Yeah. Even vibe. though I was getting a filling replaced in the, I was listening to it in the dentist chair that night. Yeah. Still boosted me. Yeah. I even got really good news about that, which was crazy. But go ahead. The next day, we check. We we love checking our PO box daily. It's an excuse to go to the post office, right? We meet at the post office. That's Are right. you going the to the PO box? Postal. Yeah. Postal. So, yeah. So we get there. We received the day after her workshop feeling so high yep. and so full of faith about prosperity. Five, this was unexpected, five fan letters. Right. We've never received that many fan letters in our tiny little P.O. box yeah. ever. Two of which, thank you, included donations to the production of the show. It's incredible. I know we did the step of just letting in the message. Yeah. Then we opened up, and on the way afterwards, I was like, I felt so good. I was like, you know what? I got to get these sunglasses replaced. It's a this, this pair that I love, crazy color. Actually, I was wearing them today. They had broken, in a, and I left it. It was the funniest thing. I left them in my car. I'm like, why are I not throwing these away, right? But I kept them in my car, even though they were broken. I, I go over to the Gooders on Abikini in, in Venice there to... Because I love these. If you do, if you like sunglasses, it's G-O-O-D-R. That's the name of it. They're like 25 bucks. And there's really good quality sunglasses. They're made for like runners. So um, Wow, but, I thought they were more expensive. I'm going to tell you the punchline when you finish this story. Okay, good. But anyway, so I, I tie the, to, to Nancy because I was so happy. I go to, I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to replace these. I walked in there. I was in love with everyone that's there. Yes. I'm like ready to buy them. And then one guy mumbles to the other guy, rah, 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 says something. And then the guy goes, warranty. And then he's like, you know, those have a one-year warranty. How long have you had them? I said, I got them some, a few months ago. He's like, you don't happen to have the old pair, do you? And then boom, I happen to have the broken pair in my car. They handed me the new pair for free. It covered the, it was the exact price of the tithe that I had sent to Nancy Norman just before that, which was amazing. Well, this is how God works in miraculous ways, folks. Yeah. Because I saw Ed and he told me the story about his sunglasses. I go, wow, he tied the amount of those sunglasses. They were probably a lot more than $25. Yeah, right? So I ended up tithing Nancy like four times when you tithed. You are welcome, Nancy Norman. <laughs> we and love you. And if you don't remember, Nancy Norman was on our show. She is an amazing minister. But with no further ado... Lois Conklin, again, go to YouTube. You got to watch. See these postcards. They're amazing. Sent us a postcard. Dear Daryl and Ed, Mary Oliver, an American poet, asked the question, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your wild and precious life? A friend read that to me last week. I said, I need to write that down and dwell on that. Love February 12th show with guest Jason Stewart on the whole time. Nice format. Great conversation. Thank you for sharing uh, the good inspiration, love from Lois Conklin. Yeah, and for those who are listening, she 
these are she hand paints and draws these postcards. Yeah, you she's could see them on You could see them on YouTube. Yeah. So thank you, Lois. Yeah, and thank you for the love, man. Oh. Having Jay Stewart was like a uh, if you if you watched it, it was like having a comedic a gay comedic torne- tornado come through the through the studio. He literally took oh. over the st- the whole show, told us how we were gonna do it, and we just rode that thing for all we could. You know what someone said? Huh. It was like when when they would like ask rip taylor to come on like the tonight show yeah and you'd see johnny carson starting to regret it because he's throwing <laughs> buckets of confetti on everybody yeah we definitely got that so thank you jason stewart we love you man um so we got a card from leslie laird says jesus calling on the front nothing will ever be able to separate us from the love of god that is christ jesus and our lord it says, reminding you, you're perfectly loved. Happy Valentine's Day, dear Daryl and Ed. And this goes perfect with our show. These cards go perfect with this topic. Correct. Hey, sweet friends. Yes, Jesus is always calling us. And remember, that's an inner calling. I yes. know I don't always answer, yet I always know I always feel better when I do. You are loved and adored by so many, including me. That's from Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Yes. We got one from Janet Prince, who said... She sent us a lovely donation, and she said, Dear Daryl and Ed, happy Valentine's Day. The guest speaker at Unity of Kanawha, was it? Uh, Kanawha? Kanawha. Yeah, Kanawha Valley. Yesterday was a dear friend of mine, Barbara Wallman, Barbie Wallman. She's a certified life coach, and her message uh, hit it out of the ballpark. If you want to listen on uh, YouTube, it's Unity of Kanawha Valley, February 12th, 2023. Looking forward to the 25th, Janet. I think I listened to that, Janet, so thank you for that, and thank you for the... We can't wait to see you next week on the show. Yes. One more. Um, don't we have Right over more? there. Oh, sorry. Going backwards here. We got lots of mail. We got a lot of mail. We're very excited. Thank you so much. Uh, this is a beautiful card from Penny Akashi from Culver City. We met her at Unity of the West Side. Yes. Says, thank you from Penny. Beautiful card. Daryl and Ed, I miss seeing you at the Unity of the West Side, but I'm so grateful to be able to listen to you each week. You continue to lift up and inspire. I'm happy a while back to, I was happy a while back to hear you read from Reverend Sue Sicking's book. Her daughter, Joy, was my Unity minister and spiritual teacher for many years. Wow. Which is amazing. I, I think we have... Um, also Grace Deathridge said thank you for the great episode thank you for affirming my intention to love others I love having this as my prime intention with others love others and help God and thank you Lisa for the handy Patreon tip for helping me go between tiers I had to go down a a tier to do it then I put my own number in as it would not let me go lower in the higher tier if you see what I mean I don't but I appreciate you success she says thank you Grace Maureen Swift I think it says you have to go to a lower tier and then boost boost the if you want to increase the price the, uh, the amount you're donating. So you start lower and go up. Maureen Swift, who would happen to be at the um, the talk that Nancy, Nancy gave Norman. the prosperity Nor- uh, Nancy Norman talk. Yes, she was blown away when we popped up in the Zoom, which felt so good. So thank you, Maureen. You really made our day that day. It says, "Hi, Daryl and Ed. What a great surprise to see you at Reverend Nancy Norman's prosperity class. After listening to Reverend Nancy on your show, I checked the class out. What a treasure in so many ways. I always feel- leave the class feeling high and inspired." Reverend Nancy is full of love and positive energy. Thank you for your positivity and humor. I listen to every show and appreciate your down-to-earth approach and teachings. You are the real deal. Ed, I feel the exact same way about my SPED students, special ed. These broken, antiquated, antiquated educational systems do not realize their gifts 
but there will always be someone that does. Honestly, they cannot even meet the typically developing students' needs. Don't despair. You will find a new and better way to bring out the best in these Yes! Angels. I'm working on the same things. I'm confident God will lead us and everyone else that sees the gifts in our di- students in that direction. It will happen. Love and blessings, Maureen Swift. I agree, Maureen. Thank you for sending that to me. Uh, I've seen amazing things happening at my school. I can feel the fabric of the way things were done are like there's people all around me the least expected are starting to go this is not working we're not going to do it this way anymore and there's something amazing happening i can feel it so thank you and i'm on board with you too uh go to darylnet.com we want to thank uh chief engineer out in kansas city kansas we didn't have time to do it thanks to jay Stu last week but this week we want to thank jeff comfort because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone yeah we want to thank Indy over here at Chobo Studios. How you doing, Indy? Doing well. I'm on fire. I'm sitting here with Rod Schweitzer, everybody. Yes. <laughs> hey, we want to thank everyone out there who, uh, thanks to the show, we've had other people coming over to Chobo Studios to do shows. ChoboStudios.com is where you can find out all the information. Uh, PodShuttle.io. If you have a podcast or something, then you want to get it up on the internet. You cut up into shorts or what have you, and Indy will help you with that as thank well. Thank you. Thank you so much. You got it. Shout out to the prayer line. We both use it. I used yes. it this week. Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729, or they have an app to letter you the word pray. I would say that this was really the center of the Unity movement, and it still holds up. We read from a lot of books, but of all oh. the tools that are out there, and the, you never know. You go to different yeah. churches. Are they really staying true to the principles? You don't know. But every time I call Silent Unity, I do know. And that's where the medicine is happening. Well, and I just want to say, if you feel apprehensive about calling, I don't really need a prayer. Well, we learned from um, Janet Prince. We learned from, um, what's her name Uh, right there? We learned from, uh, oh, it was Janet Prince. That is her name. Yeah, Janet Prince. Janet Prince told us a great way to reframe it. Call them and you could just ask them, I need a blessing. Yes. And they'll give you a blessing. Yes. And so you don't have to feel like it has to be this serious thing. Right. That's like, such a good way. Yeah. Just look, just say, you know what? I could use a blessing right now. And just call and say, you know, I could just use a blessing. And think about that when you're praying for <laughs> others. You might not know, how do I pray for them? But you can send them a blessing every yes. time. Yes. So let's go through a, a nice reading round. Yes. Up, you we? got something from Cohen. Alan Cohen today on February 18th says the reading is called Supposed to Stink. It's from A Deep Breath of Life. I recommend this book. He said, stubborn as we humans can be, we sometimes put up with rotten smells for a long time for all the wrong reasons. We convince ourselves that it is noble to put up with pain or one day you will change or next week I will talk to my boss or we think it's actually who we are and there's no hope for us to change, which is not true. Who we are as divine beings. Meanwhile, we deny the message the universe is trying to communicate. Do it differently so you can be happy and healthy. He says, we must tell the, no, he says, there's a better way. Love yourself enough to claim that better way. And in Florence Scovel's Shin, The Power of the Spoken Word, she says in the chapter, in nothing be anxious. Yes. Let intuition be your compass and it will always get you out of the woods. Even a man without a compass led by intuition would find his way out of the jungle. Intuition will tell you to walk over the rope. It is amazing how people have overlooked their most important faculty, intuition. Yeah. Always on man's pathway is his message or lead. Often our leads seem trivial and silly. 
A person purely on the intellectual plane would dismiss them at once, but the truth student always has his spiritual ear to the spiritual ground, knowing he is receiving orders from the infinite. Wow. Prayer is telephoning to God, and intuition is God telephoning you. Nice. I want to tell you this one like quick story that's very quick about how Jennifer, my wife, used this. Then I think we should take the break, bring Ronnie, because we can yes, continue we with can all read this, this with Ron here. He's here. But my wife and I were talking, and lately I've been using this Course in Miracles thing. I call in the Holy Spirit. When, when I feel blocked, because and I know, and it's also I learned from recovery, what's, uh, what's it called, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, the step seven is to give it up to God, right? I can't do anything about this. Trying to, like so that's my version i say i'm calling the holy spirit into this i know i don't know how to do it i've tried a million right. ways to fix it so when my wife and i were talking she's talking about her business i'm talking about my stuff and i just said and it was like almost like coming out of the closet i said i call in the holy spirit to what we're talking about dear because yes. i never said that like with her right. and we talked we got inspired she was yes. talking about her business the next day she had something to deliver to the post office for her business which was a hat she had made that had sold and she walked in there going I'm a designer because she wants to build her design label because she has all this amazing stuff that she's doing several different things, managing a store, selling vintage clothes, doing a lot. But she really wants to build that part. She walked in so happy she had sold this hat she made. I'm a designer. Then she got a hunch to go a few blocks over. And Andy, what kind of uh, hot pocket are you eating? I'm back on the... uh the uh, pepperoni again. Okay, good. I thought I smelled that coming in. Why did he seem guilty when he said that? I know he's like, I, uh, he thinks that he always has to go fancy, salt and vinegar. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I went between the salt and vinegar and the pepperoni. <laughs> okay, so anyway, this is the last part of the story. My wife walked a few blocks away, had a hunch. Let me just go check that thrift store. Her and this woman grabbed for a sweater off the rack at the same time. They have a friendly exchange. My wife says, "Oh, it won't really fit me. You could take it." They start talking. This woman. Her dad was the man who was a fashion designer who brought mini skirts to the United States. From Italy? From wherever they're from. I don't know. You would know, but but he like I'm made it guessing. popular. Maybe France could have been too. Uh, yeah. So, but he he made it popular in the United States, but he also had two like fairly like most people wouldn't know these labels. They happen to be two labels that my wife happens to be a huge fan of. And they hit it off and this lady gave my wife encouragement. She's like, any store you want your clothes, your hats and all this in, you go in there and just tell them what you do. You're going to be the best salesman. Don't worry about it. You don't need anything else. Just go in there and tell the people what you do. You'll. And then she was like, you could come to my, my house with me in, in uh, Palm Springs some weekend. We go thrift store shopping. And yes. she's been, she might be coming to your art show today wow. as well. So, but it was the same thing. We called in spirit. We let it go. Jennifer had fun proclaiming, look at me, I'm a designer. I'm, I'm sending this thing off. Yes. And right after that, this golden link that she could have never planned, just that's spirit, man. And when we start living that way, we realize we can't do it all on our own, nor should we. And it's so backwards to even think we should. We came here. We got a team of angels that want to help us. We just have to learn how to live in this way that we describe and these authors describe to let it in. Well, it really is just delighting in that what she really wants and then just joyfully living the day yeah and not because if she was home if you guys had that talk yeah i know even myself and a lot of other folks while unfortunately a lot of success coaches teach the exact opposite the next day would have been okay we had a good talk edward so 
I'm going to make a list of what I right. should be doing right. to be a, to There's make this design should word the again. designer to make it work. And that that does not work. I'm going to reach folks. out to the top 100 designers I can think of and send 10 emails a day. Yeah, and ask them if we could have a lunch or or if I could buy right. them coffee. No, it's delight in it, and then surrender it to like you were saying. The Holy Spirit's taking care of it. I mean, everything's in divine order. Yeah. What's the next fun thing or the next thing that's naturally on my agenda to do? And then boom, the yeah. miracles. That's how it works. That reminds me of something that came to me as we go to the break, which was when I was at the unit. I was in uh, where Valerie is in the Redondo Center for Spiritual Living a yes. couple Wednesdays ago, and I was sitting meditating because I was like you. I was kind of like just soaking in the energy, was tired. And I realized this. By living this way, we know what to do even when we don't know what to yeah. do because we know just go out and do the next thing. Yeah. We know to just be loving. We know that if yeah. we do, if just be kind. We know don't push on the thing that sounds no. scary. Just go do the next loving thing. Just take the next easy thing and then amazing things will happen. We don't have to plot and no. scheme. We know what to do even when we don't know what to do because we always have these principles yes. to go back. Yeah. Do your morning routine. Don't shy away from calling your friend and encouraging them. Eat. Take a nap. Go to work. Don't run away. Whatever. You know, just keep oh, yeah. blessing, blessing, blessing. You oh. will always know what to do. And if we don't, sometimes our loving friends give us a boot to kick us in the direction when they know our That's desire. Right. And they know that we That's right. We know they they could see, oh, you're living small again. You you know, I really see you at this level, which is much higher than the way you're talking about yourself. Why don't you go do that thing? You, you know, meaning yeah. the simple action that now I know you're being reluctant to take. Right. And they give you a little boomf. I think that's the story Rod's gonna share about the unicorn coming. All right. Up. We'll breathe with Rod. We'll sing with Rod. We'll laugh with Rod. We'll appreciate that jaw. We'll line. spoil the rod. No, and is it? What, we'll what's... spare the rod and spoil the child. <laughs> yeah, we love that. So we had a show called that once. Coming up next, the legend, actor Rod Schweitzer. Man, he has more roots in this area than a redwood tree. Rod Schweitzer inspires us all to take a gamble on God with today's reading, Divine Direction. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We're live from Chobo Studios. Mwah. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, welcome back to the second segment of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today, we have a friend in the studio, an actor, handsome fella. Comes from the area. He's been on before. You love him already. His name's Rod Schweitzer. How are you doing, buddy? All right. Good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Show is dynamite, as usual. Is that Fazaro riding Jason Stewart through the Chobo universe? That's what I want to know. I think so, man. <laughs> it could be interpreted many ways. <laughs> yes, yeah, like good art, man. It can be interpreted love it, many love it. ways. It applies to today's topic. Yeah, and, yeah. And what, if you're listening, what Rod's referring to is Ed's t-shirt, which is a... 
A dachshund riding a rainbow unicorn through outer space. Yes. So. Openly gay. Yeah. Well, we're also, it could be said, if you think of gay as being happy, we're one of the only openly gay podcasts because not a lot of podcasts are actually joyful, especially for some reason when people talk about spirituality, they forget that joy is the strength of the Lord, that the end result is happiness if you're doing it right. Yeah. So we are openly joyful, and as a result, sometimes people overlook what we do because they think it's like too silly just like all the great teachers who talk about this stuff oh that's too silly to work i need real stuff like they're always says but trust me joy is the thing we are looking for with regards to this stuff that's why we when we trust our hunches the punches that we often have to roll with are internal punches that are telling us you're not good enough this is that this is too simple you know like we got work to do sometimes the rolling with the punches are the punches that start coming up from within our own mind when we start trusting our hunches and then sometimes they're outside love the shirt because it it applies so well to today's topic doesn't it yes the the you know the the unicorn the emmett fox unicorn which is one of the first things that i kind of picked up when i first started doing doing my morning routine when yeah. it started out as a seven minute morning routine you know and how i kind of got fell into it was daryl had an emmett fox some emmett fox books on his his desk at work and i picked up the you know i started reading was it around the year or where was it another well, around the year came later and that's when i he, he yeah. so this is like more of a long form power uh, through constructive thinking yeah that was well, the first he's, he's referring to in the bible there's mention of a unicorn not a lot of people know that there's a unicorn in the bible but mm -hmm. there indeed yeah. is mm -hmm. and it means to when the unicorn comes which is the intuitive thought it's not going to wait around. It's not going to do what you tell it to do. It's not going to pull you, your plow. No, right? but jump on that unicorn yes. and go in yes. the direction it'll take and you. Ride the, and ride the unicorn and all your troubles and problems will disappear. You'll yeah. be on your divine path. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Fantastic. Daryl, did you want to read from The Creative Mind by Ernest oh, Holmes? Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, just like how all our shows come together each week, we went on Wednesday to the Wednesday 11 o'clock talk mm -hmm. at uh, Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach, where right. Valerie Reeves is from. Yep. She was a guest on the show. And this book was in there, Take a Book, Leave a Book they Library. A new lending library there. And this book is from 1921, folks. It's called Creative Mind by Ernest Holmes. And we open it up, and it's perfect for we like we didn't know, and it's what we were gonna. I just opened it up, and this page opened in it, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Me and Ed were both like, "That's perfect for the show." So here it is: <clears throat> be expectant, expect the best to happen, expect that everything is to come your way. Be content and cheerful if you wish to attract from out the store of the infinite. Open your whole consciousness to the greater possibilities of life. Line up with the big things. When you speak the word, expect it to happen. Know that it must be as you say. This will not be fooling yourself. It will simply be using the laws it is meant to be used. And it goes on to say, all things come to us through the use of our thought. If we have a small concept of life, we will always be doing small things. We cannot stand still. If you want to do a new thing, get a new thought, and then you will have the power of attraction, which has the possibility of drawing to you the circumstances which 
Oh, I just read a note from uh, Indy. Um, if you want to do a new thing, get a new thought, and then you will have the power of attraction, which has the possibility of drawing to you the circumstances which will make for the fulfillment of your desires. And here's the kicker, Ed. Yeah, let's hear it. Get over the old idea of limitation. Overcome all precedents and set yourself in the new order of things. If you want to build a railroad, you will never do it unless you get over the idea that the most you can hope for in life is to sell peanuts. Let the people sell peanuts for a living who think in terms of peanuts. Yes. Get out of the rut. God has created you for a glorious future. Dare to fling out into mind the greater assurances about yourself. Perfect. Woo! Yes, dude. Let me Love just it. let me just follow this with this because um, there's. I know a lot of you listening, and I know us. It's easy. We beat ourselves up too much. Most of the people we know beat ourselves up too much, and it says guilt and apology. Because some people sometimes I th I used to think, oh, look at me. I'm a noble and loving guy because I'm apologizing for everything, <laughs> and I would just like crawl on my knees to whoever I could find that would, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like, and uh, I would put. I thought that was noble, virtuous. And Alan Cohen. This book is called. This is actually a Unity book called Looking In for Number One: Adventures in Uncommon Sense. He says, guilt and apologetic living are aberrations of a sacred experience called contrition. Contrition is the liberating realization that you have been living out of harmony with your good or that of others. Such awareness is not a cause for self-recrimination, but rejoicing. When you discover your error, you become inspired to live a better way. The most powerful way to grow beyond apologetic living is to find the blessing in everything, including your mistakes. Adopt the attitude that there's nothing outside the plan for your good, and even your biggest sin is an integral element of your homecoming. Your mantras are, thank you for everything, and everything serves. And because the, the flip side of me crawling on my belly was I had a lot of pride when I thought I was doing everything right. Look at me. I'm doing everything right. No one is. That's not even anything to strive for because the, everything has two sides. In, in psychology, they call it a polarity. One part thinks we're better than everyone else. One part thinks we're worse. And if you don't think they're there, take a good look because there's always, anytime we think we're worse, there's another part of us, another part of me. Anytime I think I'm worse than everyone, there's other situations where I secretly, ha look at me. I do it better than Fazaro and Rod. I do it better than Indy. I do it better. All that is crap. The whole thing is to be plugged into living and trusting our hunches and rolling with the punches now. None of the other stuff, because Emmett Fox warned about that this morning. He said, one of the things when you're on this path, you might get caught on spiritual pride too, Which right? Which is the worst. Yeah. Which yeah. is the worst, because this is a pride is not joy. Pride is like, look at me. <laughs> joy is like being like a child where you get along and connect with everyone. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Well, <laughs> also, folks. It's always an adventure, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we, that's yeah. what it's about. It's like waking yes. up in the morning and going, whatever comes my way is an adventure. Yes. I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to love it. And I'm going to let it d divinely direct me through my day. You know? I wanted to ask you, because you said something about this right before this, this on the segment when I was young and you guys bottle this up bottle this these yeah, guys yeah. are getting very hyper on some yeah. great stuff so i wanted to Cold bottle brew it does but it you talked me. about this with regards to sales about how that fearful mind yeah will yeah i mean you know that you you guys were talking about jen and i just love that story because 
that's the way that I, I, I live, you know, I live my life and, yeah. and, and I'm not an educated man. I'm not an intelligent man, but I'm a man. That look at you for into, crying out loud. Look, at, look at the guy. job. God, look at that. And I played quarterback for the Valley Dolphins across the street. He was a I civil was quarterback for the Valley oh, Dolphins. Oh God, I looked good, but I couldn't throw the ball. That's go all ahead. that matters. Let's hear. So anyway, <laughs> you guys are telling the story about Jen and I, and I love that because, you know, I, as well as being an actor, which takes a hell of a lot of faith to do yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I do two things and I do sales. So being a sales guy, you know, there's the old salesman idea, right? Oh, right. We got to get it. You know, we got we to gotta have a right. sales meeting. Right. And what we're going to do this week is we're going we're gonna to plug away. We're going to do 100 calls a client. We're going right. to, you know, and all that stuff, all that. Let's put the pressure on the hose Ugh. and squeeze as hard as we right. can for a sale. And so I kind of sit there in these sales meetings every Monday morning and, and kind of laugh to myself and think, man, I am so grateful that I don't have to live my life this way right. because I know I have the proof and right. the proof is in the pudding that this really works. Yeah. And by, by going, no, 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 God, I'm going to go surf. I'm going to go for a run on the beach. I'm going to go do a meditation. Yeah. And let God do the work for me. Let God put the contacts together for me. Right. Let it all happen organically. And you know what? I think I'll make a call. Oh, yeah. hey, Joe. I yes. was, you know, how you do? And yeah. I'll get through to Joe. Yeah. And Joe's like, yeah, great. I'll meet you Tuesday. I mean, that's yes. how it works for me. When it's I so put true. the pressure on the hose, I'll pound my head on the desk all day. But when I let it go and I just remember that I rest in God and yes. God is in charge, Bingo! It, yes. I'm a successful salesman. You well, because and you're following joyful hunches. Yes, right. and the joyful, joyful hunches. Because when you're keeping in that joyful state, instead of the, I got to make this happen, or I'm going to starve this month. Right, right. Those guys are right. We do got to make at least 39 calls a day. Yeah, you know? but instead you go, huh? Maybe I should call that guy Bob, and it feels like a fun like. And instead of dismissing, you go, I'll call Bob, and then it's magical. And what would have taken so, what would have been so much harder to achieve the other way, it almost seems like you're not really working. And that's the other trap I fall in. When you really live by this stuff, you're not really using willpower. So you don't feel like you're really doing much. Right. Yeah. And then I'll start telling myself back to my old default. Well, I'm not really doing enough. <laughs> right. But I yeah, got to remember, yes. I got to remember, no, you're working with God. And when you work with joy, things happen efficiently, effectively, and easily. But I got to remind myself yes. of that. Yeah. You got to tell yeah. And even like you were going to share, we were talking, Ed, Rod and I saw each other before, before we did this show. We were at Unity of Santa Barbara. Right. And Rod reminded us of the story about going with the unicorn. And sometimes we feel like, well, I don't know. That's a little lofty of a unicorn. Right. But a good friend comes along and says, wait, you have a decision to buy a cassette player? <laughs> you yeah, got to tell us a great story. story. You know, uh, so, so Daryl is a very integral part of my spiritual growth and my sobriety i've been i've been i haven't had a drink or drug for 25 years uh, i've been through recovery and all that stuff so about 
about two years into recovery, I met Daryl. He turned me on to the morning routine. We started hanging out. This is the way I started living my life, reading the Emmett Fox and all that stuff. So Daryl's taking a trip to New York. And I was living pretty small at the time. I wasn't thinking very big, right? So he says, oh, we're going to go to New York and do this. And Daryl's an amazing artist. And he's, you know, he's, he's going to go there and do his thing. And, and it sounded great and all. And I said, but, you know, I, I had a little Honda Civic. It was like driving a VHS around town. Yes, it was one right. of those boxy. You oh, know, yeah, I know it well. My know, brother had one. Yeah, it was a beauty. What so color anyway, was it? <laughs> it was white. Okay, yeah. They only came in and white. Then, no, uh, and then uh, Matt Pizzarelli <laughs> ended up buying ended up on cinder blocks. Right? Yeah. But, but anyway, he, he says, I'm going to New York. Do you want to go? And I said... Ah, you know, I'm thinking about buying a CD player well, what, from my Honda. No, right? wait. First of all, I got to remind you, for the whole two years, it would keep coming out from Rod. I would. My big dream is to one day live in New York and try acting in New York. That would always come out. Yes. But when I asked him, well, why don't you do it now? He'd be like, well, I'm a little bit. And yeah, I'd say, small. well, I'm going to save my money. I got to save my money, right? Yeah. That was. I got to save up to do it. I got to plan it out. Yes. Right? So we go to New York. I, you know, I had this amazing time. Well, first you got to tell he was going to buy a cassette player. Yeah, he goes, well, I can't go to New York right now. I want to. It wasn't even a CD player. It, it was right. a cassette yeah, player, it was like a cassette. And player. I said, <laughs> wait a minute, you're gonna spend on a cassette? Player. I said, screw <laughs> the cassette player. That's the price of the round trip plane ticket. Just come to New York. I'll be there at the same time. Because I grew up there, you know, right, and I said, I'll show right. you around and you could, you're going to, because I knew if he went with me, because I'm so grounded there, it wouldn't seem overwhelming. Yeah. Right, and yeah. then I said, then you could see that it's not that big of a leap. To, for you to be, to see yourself there. Oh yeah, because right. if people, you know, say, I want to move to New York. People, ooh, that's big and scary. You're gonna die there. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, I could die there. You know, really. Sure. So we went to New York, and I met a lot of people, and you know, and it was great, and yeah. I loved it. And I said, Yo, I want to move to New York. And he said, Oh, you then go. You got to do it. And I said, Well, I got to wait. I got to plan. You know, I got to plan it out and all this stuff. Well, that was my hunch. That was what was yes, in my the heart, desire, you know? the real desire. That's right. The real desire from my heart was there, and I didn't know how I was going to do it. I had no idea. I didn't right, really know anybody right, there. Right. So Daryl, he pushed me. He he helped, gave me the kick upstairs, as you guys yeah. talk about. And said, no, you're going to do this. He bought that little car from me. I, I helped, you know, I, I had about $4,000 in my pocket. And Kirky, well, what happened is I had mentioned it. And then Kirky was living in Jersey in Hoboken. Uh -huh. Right in there. This, in this little dumpy place with these three guys on, in this Hoboken. This is the same Kirky that sends us postcards yeah, from this Germany is the on same, a regular basis. Yeah, above Kirky a pizza been on the shop. Show before. Yeah. Uh, one so, stop away from Manhattan and Hoboken. Well, it, it was actually the, the name of the, the bar that I lived. It was the loudest bar in Hoboken. was called East L.A. So okay. I moved from L.A. Wow. to East L.A., right? Literally. So anyway, I, you know, I put it out there and lo and behold, Kirky was going to move. Just happened to be moving at that time. Wow. Yeah. So the, so it opened up. He said, Hey, you can have the place if you come. I didn't know these guys. I didn't know anything. Daryl gave me that shove yeah. and that push upstairs. 
And I said, okay, I'm going to go. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I have this much money, but I'm going to jump out. I'm going to go for it. It was my heart. God desire. was making it obvious. He was making the plans all the, you know, the whole way. Right, was right. Easy. Yes. It the, couldn't have been easier. It couldn't have been easier. And that's what we talk about, right? When yeah. the shoe fits, we don't feel it. Yeah. Everything happens easily. There's no strife. There's no pressure that's pushing. Right. I get to New York. I didn't really know what I was going to do. Uh, a friend of ours says, hey, I got a job part-time as a doorman. So I called yes. Daryl. He had been a doorman. I said, I don't know. It's only part-time. I don't know if I want to do it. He said, go for it. Take a chance. See yeah. what and, it, and so just doing that opened up a whole world for me. Yeah. Because I ended up becoming a doorman. Great. Working as a doorman. I met all kinds of great people. I started a theater company that still Be exists. Through the doorman. Through becoming a, being a doorman. That's awesome. I didn't go pound the pavement in New York and act style right, i was a doorman right. i met a bunch of people they helped me create this theater company the white horse theater company can you believe this as a doorman as a doorman it comes to you and everybody helped me i mean they i had a, got a lawyer they got me the 501c3 i had yeah. somebody set up my uh my website i had somebody build my first set i mean we did true west and they built a set that was like ten thousand dollars set for nothing yeah i wow. saw the show that's how it works but this is all from just following that yeah. first hunch taking that step in faith right yeah. and just god's law of adjustment just letting god yeah. do the work yeah so it's, it's incredible well and that's why friends who kick us in the direction of our desires sometimes mm. it's like we get mad at them the most because they're really, it's the scariest thing to believe that we can go in that direction. Yeah. Because Dugan would do the same thing for me. Right. And I'd feel overwhelmed, like, you know, oh, what, yeah. what do you mean I, I should? Because one of the first things he suggested, I had bought my first place in New Jersey. This was after I was out of the service. I'm going to art school. And with a roommate, I could afford it. Right, right. But within... Six months, it was obvious. There's no way I could live with a roommate. Even though I needed the money, I was like, I can't do this, Mike. Right, right. And he goes, Mike Dugan says, well, then you need to buy another place. And I'm like, what are you, crazy? I don't even live with this. And he goes, Daryl, two places is cheaper than one. And I go, what do you mean? But by this time, I was willing to always listen to Mike yeah. because his, yeah. because he was always pushing me up. And I'm not going to fight. It's, it's like, work with me, not against me. It's like Jesus would always say that in his time. Work with me, not against me. Do you want to be made well? Because I'm offering you this. I've never, have I ever steered you wrong? I, I, that would just play in my head. Dude, right. Dugan never steered me wrong. He always had my best interest. So he said, two is cheaper than one. I go, how is two cheaper than one? How much could you rent this place for without roommate, this two-bedroom? I said eighteen hundred bucks. Right. But I couldn't even afford seven fifty. I had to have a roommate for seven fifty because it was fifteen hundred to own the place. Right. And he goes, Okay, so that's three hundred dollars profit. Go find a place that's gonna cost you um eight hundred a month, mm -hmm. a smaller place, three hundred. Now it's five hundred and you have two places and you're living for less than now. I find a place in the same complex. Gramercy Park. No, this no, this was in okay. still in New Jersey. Okay. In the same beautiful complex in this uh old carpet mill that was built in the eighteen hundreds wow. on these waterfalls. Beautiful place, yeah. And 
I find this place. It's Mike. It's going to cost eight hundred a month for mortgage, lease, homeowner fees, and all that. He goes great, but you know they need to see income. He goes get now rent out the first. I I rented out the first place without even having bought. Like I'm like they're going to move in in thirty yeah. days. I am going to have to have a place in thirty days, but I needed to do that on faith. Otherwise, I couldn't show the income. That's great to to justify me affording this other yes. place. And I rented it for eighteen hundred. I go in there with the lease and my regular job income, and they were like, "Okay, here you go." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And he would always do that to me. I love always. that. I mean, it's like a spiritual muscle, isn't it? Yes. I mean, for me. Faith that that's a great story and everything going in, but for me that was the first time I ever really started to use yes. that spiritual muscle. Yeah, right? that's and that key. spiritual muscle is it's ingrained in me now. Yes, I, I, I trust in it. I have a hundred percent faith in God yes. to guide yeah. me to the next place. Right, uh, and the more that I work that muscle, the more that yes. I have faith in that. It's like every day I feel like for me it's good to do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. I have to push my even if it's just sitting and doing a fifteen minute breath at work yeah, or whatever right, right. it's by doing that i'm kind of working that spiritual mother something yeah. i might be a little afraid of or i don't want to do oh yeah it lifts me up and takes me to another place you yeah know? And, and since that time i'd been a because of dugan teaching me these in the early stages right. and every time it was a big one he'd push me but then i started being able to you know buy a place on myself by my you know without his encouragement because i knew it was going to work and then do many other things unrelated to that yeah where i could jump off like moving to la we knew no one here we rented the place unseen yes. right. yeah, we yeah, just yeah. landed in marina del <laughs> in the rey the best place right. you could land yeah. Right. yeah yeah but it's always it's this is the great thing about living this way is we were talking before the show started that there are no Miracles, Eric Butterworth said it, and Indy said that kind of made me scratch my head. Right, and it doesn't mean. Yeah, Charles that, Fillmore really promoted that. Yeah, and then Butterworth wrote a piece about it. And it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be fantastic things happening. What he's saying is beseeching for some supernatural, like for gravity to stop, so you don't fall off a building. Right. It's not what we're talking about. Right. What we're talking about is if you live according to these principles, then it's going to be the natural outworking yeah. of these principles. If yeah. you believe expectantly, and in the meantime, you're not doing anything to harm others. That's right. And you're moving throughout your day with love. Well, then good things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. Better than expected outcomes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you can work on building your faith and expectancy if it that's the other part of it it's like you're leaping but you're also the more you build your joyous expectancy the more you receive these things and it's just like the next obvious thing because you like you know I'm, i've been blessing the hell right out of my teaching job and it is transforming and through all that blessing i'm letting go of so much weight that i was putting on myself that i'm i know i'm setting myself up for the next thing yes because part of what we talked about with this show is that getting out of a victim place. Because I knew if I left this place as a victim, then I would just find that same consciousness. I would take it with me to the next place. Mm. I'm yeah. confident of this right now, that as I bless it, God, like this is the, it's like calming the part of me that's scared to say, no, no, like God really is working. I don't have to keep going. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm, I just, I know that because I already received that intuitive thought. That is already emotion. The more yeah. I bless and give love, 
because I want to do more consulta- consulting thing, you know, more of a consultant rather than um, because that's where I belong. Because I, I've been sharing more of what I know in the environment I'm I'm in now. I'm already re- rising within that environment, becoming more of a consultant. I can just guarantee, just like my wife pulling a sweater with that other lady, you can't plan that stuff. No, you can't plan any of this. And the more this. excited I get about like, what is God gonna do in the most yeah. unexpected way, the, the easier it is to, because when we talked about rolling with the punches, it's a very Taoist thing too, like that story that, um, what's his name, Ta- shares of Cohen, about the two guys getting, they're walking to a far off village and then the, the, the river swells and they get sucked into the river. One guy panics and tries to go to the side and he dies, he drowns. The other guy's like, well, nothing I can do now. Let me see if I could just relax and float yeah. to do the best I can, just go with it and trust. And then all of a sudden the river comes back down, he climbes out. And he's on, right right he's, where they intended to go. Yeah, he got there faster than, <laughs> so, you know, it's, I'm, still, I'm just like, I've been in this river and now I'm just calming because the, now I'm starting to really appreciate that I've been running a ministry for 25 years with kids. I've every day, every week, day I do six different truth talks for six different groups of little kids, and then throughout the day I'm doing truth talks and blessing kids. So it's like it's so much better than thinking I gotta leave here as a victim. Instead, no. If my next step is boldly appreciating all this work I've done, and then just realizing that I also deserve this good because I, if it's some, some people like, like myself in the past, spiritually, we think, we think it's so noble to do so much for other people. But if the, the real challenge, like Daryl talked about with that mirror work, is like to do it for ourselves too, to offer ourselves the same love and encouragement. Yeah. And it only the most effective way we're going to be with others if we can first accept it ourselves. It transforms everything because then we don't have to get beat up in the process of trying to help others. It's a very reciprocal well, circulation. It, beca- it becomes a natural side effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we're loving ourselves, then we're loving our neighbor. That's because right. Because I'm, I'm always nicer to people when I'm kinder to myself because I feel good. But when I'm berating myself yeah. eternally, and, I, and you may not even catch it. That's right. But as soon as I'm grumbling, 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 I got to realize, wait a minute, I'm beating myself up. That's, That's why right. I'm grumbling about these outside things. That's right. And yeah. it's time to stop. I love it. I mean, you were talking about, you know, and you, Ed was touching on it, about how, it, like, I can really relate to kind of what you're going through right now, trying to find that right kind of next thing, right? That next step. Sure. I mean, being an actor, you know, I've been doing it 30 years, yeah. right? And I've had good times. I've had invisible maniac times. I've had right. I've had good times, but I've also had times that I, there's nothing happening. Absolutely nothing happening, you know. And what 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 is it? Faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence yeah. of things not seen. Right. And Daryl talked about it. It's the gratitude. Yeah. It's the joy. It's the it's the the gratitude to even be able yes. to even think about this. Yeah. Or to, That's right. To be able to pursue That's this. Right. God's God. I can't push and make it happen. I have to rest in God and I'll be directed. But I think it's that in that waiting period, if you want to call yeah. it or whatever, yeah. it's finding the gratitude and and loving that that process. You that's know? right. Because I, I, that goes back to what I said earlier. You know what to do even when you don't know what to do. I know what to do now. It's bless, bless, bless the hell out of everything. Let go of all fear, doubt, and worry. And now... I'm not even waiting anymore because now I'm enjoying what I'm doing more than I ever have. And I'm getting more satisfaction. I'm sharing my, I feel freer. So I'm not, it's like transforming from waiting to really joyfully expecting 
the next thing. Like to, that's the thing to really get in this awareness. It's like Christmas is coming, joy is coming, Santa's coming, the gifts are coming, man. To feel that yeah. transforms, changes everything. Because now I, there's nothing I need to fear. Because the good has to be. I was talking with my son about this he, last night because he just stumbled into this internship through a friend of mine that I surf with. Incredible internship, and he was telling me more about it last night. And, and we we're both in agreement because the guy that's in the music industry who he's he's going to be working with, he's a good friend of mine. But I intentionally, from early on, I heard he was like did something. I was like, I'm never even going to ask him about that. I don't want that part of me. I just want to know him as a friend. Meaning your son? My no, no, my no, friend that gave guy. him the, the job. Okay, the other early guy. on when I heard he was in the music industry, oh, I intentionally said I gotcha. am not even going to ever ask him because I used to do music. I'm not going to. I don't want that little wormy part of yes. like. Yes. I, I just said I'm just going to know him as a friend. I'm going to yes. pretend I yeah. don't know anything yeah. about what he does. Good for but you. But at the right yeah. time, it opened up that now he's he offered this intern, which is just mind blowing to my son. And my son and I agreed because my son is like you, like me. He gets these intuitions. He's like, I never want to ask anyone what their major is. Ugh. Like anything that in, like he's like, and when I talking to him, it's just like I realized just be kind to everyone because at the right time, if you're kind and you have real relationships with people at the right time, if there's an option, a, a, an opportunity, it will happen naturally. Yeah. yeah it will. And yeah. you'll already be friends. It's the unicorn. It will yeah. come along yeah, and you're yeah. going to jump on it and ride it because you're, and yes. you're doing the right thing yeah. there in the present moment. We don't right? make it happen. We let it happen. Yeah. We well, don't have yeah. to get it. We let it. And when we mean right relation, have relations with other people, we don't mean at all in the manipulative way no. yeah. that a lot of success coaches That's right. drive home. You know, always see what you could do for that guy. Find out what he does. People love talking so about twisted. themselves. It's so twisted. Nobody likes being, this is what I've discovered over 60 years of living. Yeah. Nobody likes being interrogated. Hmm. Nobody. Right. I mean, and if it is someone who likes being interrogated, it's not someone I really want to hang out with. That's right. Because they love talking about themselves to the point where right. it's just, is any of this even true? That's right. The best thing is to just be kind and friendly right. just for the sake of being kind and friendly and know that God is going to put the right network of people into your life. They will, yeah, the That's people right. who will help you the most are going to be attracted to you. Just this weekend, Sunday, this wasn't even on my radar. We get an email or text, not an email, from Richard Mirage. Mirage, Who's yes. a minister in unity that we look up to. Yeah, you little devil. He is so, <laughs> this guy is he's like, amazing. he's really someone we respect because yeah. he's always good. He's always positive. He's in the movie, New Thought, New You. Yeah. Amazing guy. He sends a text to us saying, oh, I used Daryl's book, the title, you know, the title of the book, I used the book, what if God just wanted a hug? What if Godzilla just what if, wanted a hug? Yeah, what if Godzilla <laughs> just wanted a hug? What if God just wanted a hug? <laughs> That's true, too. He might need a hug. <laughs> what if Godzilla just wanted a hug for this past Sunday for his big Valentine's talk? Yep. And then he read one of the chapters that really touched him about my mom. And he talked so glowingly about the show. And the book. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, this is, like, the, I know success coach, make sure you send your book out to every minister you respect. Mm -hmm. Put in there, you might find something in here you could use, right. and maybe one of your sermons. Feel free to use it. Ugh! 
But you don't need to do any of that. Yeah, you're more like I was telling you. You're more like Johnny Appleseed. Just keep planting. Yeah, that's what we do. We keep putting these shows out because they're getting into the minds. Because what happens sometimes the the person you think is the gatekeeper won't it's receive no. you. Doesn't want. Doesn't get it. But if you get the people who are actually on the inside and they're now listening and appreciating your stuff, the right people will get yeah. it to open. I mean, and transparency. You were the beginning of the week. You were like. Having those thoughts, the devil's last ditch thoughts, I need a break, da, da, da. You know, like, because we all do. Right when our good, Daryl and I and Rod encourage each other this way, when, right when it seems like our mind is revolting at the worst, yes. just go, wow, this is exciting, something We're really good. We're getting close. That's right. Happening. That's right. Absolutely. Devil's last ditch. Yeah, these yeah. nudges are incredible, you know. My, my, I, I, went, I mean, my mom went through quite, I had quite an experience with this and just, you know, and and divine direction being scary, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom, she's about 78 years old and she has been living in, she had been living in this house for a lot of years. Her husband died. She was living in the house. She's got physical problems, a lot of stuff going on yeah. with her. I was trying to take care of her. I didn't know what to do. I thought, I can't leave her in this house. I was worried about her all the time. Right. I moved in for a while and I was like, I didn't know what to do. Right. I didn't know how to for her to take that next step, yeah. you know? And so, I, you know, I'd pray about it and I'd, and I'd just ask God, you know, how, guide me. How do, I, how do I help in this yeah, situation? Yeah. Well, and it's amazing. Thing, Go but ahead. you also, don't forget to mention that you were also giving her um, good options, but she was rebuking. That's right, You exactly. were giving her a lot of good, okay. like, yeah, if, yeah. why don't we do this, Mom? Yeah. I think this will be better for you. You, yeah, you had yeah. her best interests at heart. That's right. But she kept... Yeah she, was, yeah, she was refused because it's scary, you know. Change yeah, sure. is scary. Change is scary. Jumping out on faith is, is, yeah, is scary. Yeah. Yes, of course. And if you haven't done it in your life, really, it's even scarier. Yeah. Sure. But God will do it for you. If you resist, God will. That's right. Yes. If you fight it, God's going to make it happen. 100%. Because she fell in the bathtub and she almost died. And it, what happened is is there was there was no... There was no choice really in the matter anymore. She couldn't stay in that house. I didn't know what to do with her. I thought, okay, I'll, you know, I don't know what to do. So I went out a couple of days. I thought, you know, I looked at a place. I saw it online. I said, ah, hell, I was going out to the area. I thought, I'll just go stop by this place. Right. Well, we didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do with her. I went and saw this place. And as soon as I walked in there, I went, this is it. God has guided me yeah. to the perfect place wow. for my mom. And because of that, I said, Mom, this place is great. We called a practitioner uh, who, who, who worked for us a little bit, did some prayer for us, made the decision. My mom is happier and healthier than ever. She was going to stay in that place in that old way of thinking and that old way of stuck being staying and stuck. And she wasn't happy there, She too. was not happy. She yeah. was depressed all yeah. the time. Well, she a, was terrified. Yeah. That's a great metaphor. And we got to wrap up the show. We can read the direction. We okay. can breathe. Yeah, we can just, sing. But I wanted to say... Great metaphor. A lot of us want to st stay in this stuck old house where we're until we're damn near dead, <laughs> right? Feeling yeah. terrible, depressed. Yeah. But God will give us the winning kick. Get if the we winning need kick. It. Yep. But we don't have to be. It does not have to be a kick. We can, no, we can right. go willingly. We can, we can right. always go willingly. We can that's listen it. within. You were like being Dugan for her, yeah. but she was resisting beyond the point that I would resist. But then, 
boom, you get kicked. Right. Absolutely. Into it. Yeah. And this place is amazing. It ha- meets all our needs. I got to eat there. We get free lunch there. We had free okay. lunch. It's right by, they, they even play the services from Unity of Santa Barbara on yeah. their TV now. Yes, yeah, do. it's right by Unity of Santa Barbara in Ventura County. And oh, man, it is incredible. And she is so happy. Yeah, it's changed her completely. It goes so perfect with this daily word you got in your hand there, man. God bless you. Okay. It's great. Awesome. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. You hear me? Okay, ready? Here we go. Yes. Monday, February 20th, 2023, direction. I follow the call of my heart and follow divine direction. There have been times when I have felt such a strong call to move in a certain direction that I simply could not ignore it. This call is my intuition, nudging me to take action and move toward my highest growth. When I remember my intuition has its roots in God and my divinity, I trust in the power of divine direction. I believe I am meant to live a full and vibrant life and use my gifts to express my human and spiritual natures as only I can. Heeding divine direction can feel scary if I believe I do not have what it takes to do what I am being called to do. At times such as these, I trust the call of my heart not to lead me astray. I'm here to grow, to explore new directions, and to offer the best of myself to the world as I pursue my dreams and live up to my potential. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Psalm 25, 9. Brilliant. Yes. And humble doesn't mean, oh, I'm sorry. Humble (laughs) means going with the flow. It means trusting the intuition. I'm humble enough to know that I don't know the best way but God is leading me, and he doesn't lead me yeah. astray. Practice your yes. laughter yoga, your own serious stories, <laughs> and then you'll make your life so much easier for little Rod, who's just trying to get you to move into a better space, and the people around <laughs> you who are always trying to help us. It's it's when we believe the hype of our own negative stories so much, and we think they're real, and they, we get serious. We learn The more we can learn to laugh, become <laughs> humility. That's where humility comes from, too, because we realize, thank God my stories aren't always... Right. true that there's a bigger power that's all but the truth is will set us free so um yes what do we got now let's take our breaths let's take a deep breath to clear let's our mind. <sighs> i trust my hunches and roll with the punches ah. i trust my hunches and roll, roll with, with the, the punches, punches. Ah. I trust my hunches and roll with the punches. Ah. Okay. Yes. And your mom rolled with the punch. She rolled with the punch place. big time. Yeah. Okay. okay. So don't save that to the end. Don't look at it okay. yet. Okay. Well, you that. better be ready. Looks just like me with that jawline. Yeah. So we gave him the punchline. <laughs> it's funny. We just gave you the punchline. It's like punch Lee line. Majors. Get ready to roll <laughs> with the punchline. Roll punch with that punchline. All, right. All, right. All right. Rod Schweitzer was never afraid to step out boldly and share his wisdom. When he was in first grade, his teacher, Mr. Comover, asked the class. <laughs> Did you know that the first French fries were not actually cooked in France? Rod waved his hand and practically jumped out of his seat until his teacher called on him. Yes, Rod? Did you know that the first French fries were not actually cooked in France? Rod smiled wide and replied confidently. 
Everyone knows that French fries are cooked in grease. Grease! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look who All walked right, in. You got your sheet. It's the Artful Dodger. English, lad. The Artful Dodger the just Artful walked Dodger. in. The Artful Dodger. Hello, mate. <laughs> All right. You ready to sing us out? Let's go. All right. <laughs> like Rex Harrison. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Let's hear it, boys. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the family. We've taken to you so strong. It's clear we're going to get along. Visit DarylNed.com. Rod Schweitzer, we love you. Yes. Everything we do. We love you guys. And thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes. Love you guys. Consider yourself well in. Consider yourself part of the furniture. There isn't a lot to spare. Who cares? Whatever we got, we'll share. Consider yourself one of us. One of us. Part of the family. Yes, outstanding. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you.